We're continuing Parashat Yitro. Last night we did a class discussing the court system. So we're going to read through the text first because we did not uh, read through the text of that institution of the court system. So we will do that. Um, the last pasuk we did was in Perak Yudchet, Pasuk Yutet. Okay. And he throws us someone, and we, we went through the depth and the, the details or the explanation of why it's important to have the court system, philosophically, what the, what the significance of it is, what is it, how does it affect the relation of Moshe to the people, all very, very important things. It also, keep in mind that the court system that we're setting up now will be useful in the second half of the parasha when we receive the Torah to implement the laws of the Torah. So it's kind of the parasha describing us as we're laying the groundwork of the system that's going to enable us to enforce the keeping of the law that comes after. So that would be the, the kind of the, the structure of the text. Listen to my voice, I'm going to give you advice and God should be with you. You will be before the people, Mulha Elohim, as a representative, let's say, of God. And you will bring the words to God. And you will teach them the statutes and the instructions. And you will inform them of the way that they should go and the actions that they should do. And you should pick from the people people of valor, the people who fear God, people of truth who hate bribes. Mm-hmm. And then you should put upon them ministers of the thousands and the ministers of the hundreds. And the ministers of the fifties and, the and ministers of the tens. Meaning it should be a a structure the same way we have in the United States. The lower courts and the higher courts. Pyramid. A pyramid, yeah. And they will judge the people at all times. And every big item they will bring to you, and the small items they will judge themselves. And it will be easier for you, and they will carry the burden with you. If you will do this matter, and God command you to do so, then you will be able to stand. And also the people will be able to go back to their places in peace. Moshe listens to the voice of his father-in-law. He did everything that his father-in-law instructed him. Moshe picked men of valor from all of Israel. And he put them as leaders upon the people. Based on the pyramid structure that we described earlier. And they will judge, and they judged the people at all times. They would bring the difficult matters to Moshe. And all the small matters they judged themselves. And Moshe sent his father-in-law and he went back to his, to his land. To his land. Uh, so that's also interesting, the fact that Moshe does not tell Yitro to stick around. Why? 
I don't know. I, in, in Bamidbar, let's see if it tell, tells us where. Eventually, he says that he doesn't want to be with them. He numbers. Numbers. What is what is X in Roman numeral? I'm very, I'm very bad with Roman numeral. And this book is full of it. Is that 10? I know that eventually he says that, you know. He says numbers. Here. Right now. Numbers 1030. Here, let's see. Let's read these psukim. In Shishi of Baalotra 1029. That's what X is in Roman numerals. X is 10. I always forget the Roman numerals for some reason. It's 10. Then. Um, okay. And Moshe said to Chovav, the son of Reuel, the Midianite, the, of, uh, the uh, father-in-law of Moshe. We are going to the place that God has told us. Uh, that God said he will give to us. Come with us and we will do good to you. Because God has spoken good of Israel. And Chovav said, I will not come because I, I will go to my land and to my birthplace. And Moshe said to them, Do not leave us. For you know how we have dwelt in the desert, and you can be for us as eyes. I don't know what that means. Pasuk 32. And when you do come with us, the good that God does to us, He will do to you as well. They traveled from the mountain of God for three days. And the Aaron of God was going from before them to find for them a place of resting. The cloud of God was on them when they traveled from the camp. And then you have the, the break in the Pasuk. And now, and after that, actually, I think it's only after that do Bnei Israel start to complain intensely. At this point, Hmm. See at this point Even what we just read in Bamidbar Is before they were They were supposed okay. to stay in the desert for 40 years Because that only happens in Parshat After the After the Mitonanim and yes. after Parshat Shalach yes. Which is a continuation of the Of the so All of was, the difficulty so way, He was of, with them He was with them until so that's what's he, strange. He's yeah, telling. He, he's telling. He, says he went to his land, but he was with them. Then. He's telling Yitro to go, yes. or he sends him to go. Now later, it describes Moshe as begging to stay. Now it's it couldn't have been. It seems to be almost the same time. Yeah. The the story in Bemidbar Is, seems to parallel the story in in Yitro, because they're both happening around the time. Of the giving of the Torah. Yeah, the now, if you want to say like that, I know we're getting too complicated right now, but if you want this to say like about you, about that, what, fifty days, forty days? It could be even less because because according to most commentaries, this story of Yitro happened after Matan Torah. Oh. So it could be that this Vaishalach Moshet Choteno is very similar to uh, yes, right. the other that. one that we, read, that, that we read that we read in Bemidbar, that we read in Parshat Be'alotecha. So I don't know what to do with it. I think it, it, you could answer that the chovav from that pasuk 
and uh, you know, Khoten in this pasuk is a different as person. You said that you know he had, he tried so many different names, so we don't know if it's really his name. Right, or that's what I'm saying. His father, one, 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 his son. Right, one solution is. So maybe Reuel is maybe the son. Right, right. So, so here we're speaking to let's say Reuel, and then there we're talking to Chovav. And while Reuel the elder, Moshe says, it's no chance Reuel the elder is going to leave his nation and come. Chovav the son, who is a lower level, may be willing to join Am Israel and be part of something new. I don't know, something like that. But it's just it's just interesting that we have these two two stories that seem to contradict. What does it tell you? And, and we do know, actually, if you look in Parashat, we did this last night, we said this last night, but in Sefer Shofetim, the family of Yitro ends up finding a place in Israel. They came to Israel. They came to Israel because we know that Yael, the woman who killed Sisera in her tent, was a descendant from... of Chovav. So Chovav seems to have stayed. Maybe it was just Reuel, the father, who went back to his land. So maybe it is two people. Okay. Anyways, and then you could say um, I, I mentioned there was one commentary who says Choten could mean father-in-law or brother-in-law, in which case it all makes sense. It could just mean so relative through marriage. So it's, it's different people. It's not the same. I, I, now I'm starting to think more that it's different people yes. because then then the, the two these two passages, if we assume that this is after Matan Torah, and that is also at Har Elohim right after Matan Torah, then it's it's probably happening almost at the same time. Yes, and it's probably. So Yitro goes, and and so goes home and then Moshe begs him to stay. So maybe that is the conversation. Maybe the only other thing you could say is that in Bamidbar, when it says that he begged him to stay, that was, after the, the, after de- that was the details of this story. Meaning Moshe begged him to stay and he said no and then Moshe sent him. Oh, okay. That's another way to interpret it. But again, we're, all, we're speculating. It's just important to realize these things in the text. Now, Perak Yutet is a completely different uh, thing Perakutet changes uh, our focus, and it, the focus goes from this judicial system that Yitro, Yitro is creating to Moshe um, to Am Israel approaching Har Sinai. So we completely different tone, and now we begin the second half of the parasha in which Bnei Israel are at Har Sinai and they're going to receive the Ten Commandments. Perakutet pasuk Aleph. Now notice these psukim that we're about to read are some of the most cryptic psukim yes. in the Torah. A because anytime you're experiencing God. It's very hard to know what you are experiencing. The text describes things that are, it's going to be hard for us to decipher even what they mean. Another thing is that Moshe was going to act here as an intermediary between Am Israel and God. And the problem that we run into is that the text keeps throwing us off. For example, what the text will do, it will say, and God told Moshe to tell the people to go and to, to prepare for tomorrow. And then it says, and then it doesn't tell us that the people responded to Moshe. And then it says, and Moshe responded to God immediately after that. Which, which is like, uh, it, it's, it's hard so to it's understand. Missing, so it's missing. It, miss, it seems like it's missing pieces. So it's very, it's very hard to interpret. Um, one of the, comment, the, the general commentary to explain that whole phenomenon of why it's missing pieces, one of them is to stress that Moshe is the intermediary between God and the people. Or it's only telling us also the parts of the conversation so we need to know. Sing, as a singular, they were talking. The people were so united as Arsenai that. Right. That, that, that's a, so a separate maybe, thing. Maybe also Moshe was part Here, let, of let's, the look at, let's look at the Psukim. You'll see, you actually see that, that idea in the, in the first few Psukim. In the third month of Benesha leaving Egypt, 
On this very day, they came to Har Sinai. What is the meaning of Bayom Hazzeh? This day. This, this day. Maybe it means the very same day. I think it's the same. Yes. I think it's saying on Rosh Chodesh they came. Yes. Okay, on the very same day that the new month came about, they came to Har Sinai. So they come to Har Sinai on what date? Rosh Chodesh Sivan. Yes. Right? Rosh Chodesh Sivan, they come to And they traveled from Refidim and they come to the Mount Sinai, to Mount Sinai and they dwelt in the desert. And the Jewish people dwelt by the mountain. So, how do you, what's the proof from this Psukim that Bnei Israel were like one people? Singular. They traveled from Refidim, and they came to, to Mount Sinai, and they encamped by the desert. But the Pasuk says, by the end of the Pasuk, it switches to singular. So the Jewish people encamped in a singular form by the mountain. Right. And Moshe went up to God, and God called out to him from the mountain, saying, so shall you say to the house of Yaakov, to the Yaakov, and to the children of Israel. It uses both the Yaakov yeah. word and the Israel Why? word. So the, the Pashtanim, the simple commentaries, they say that's a way of introducing the text with grandeur. It's, it's, it's a glorious way of opening up the discussion. So shall you say, and you could hear it, you know, it's like... The repetition gives it some gravitas, you know. So shall you say to uh, the, the house of Jacob and to the children of Israel. The Midrash jumps on it in a, in a different form. The, the Midrash says that, you, that it says the Vet Yaakov is speaking to the women and Bnei Israel is speaking to the men. So shall, so shall you say to the women and to the men. And you should use, basically the Midrash uses it to, see, to say, if you look, Tomar... And tagel are different words. So it says, the Midrash says, from there you see that you have to speak to the women More, to, and, to the, and to the men differently. Because the women are teaching to the children. Okay, maybe, maybe that's another Kiddush. But the Midrash is pointing out that yes. the way you interact with the women in society has to be different from the way that you interact with the men. You have seen what I did to Egypt. And I took you on the wings of an eagle or eagles and and I brought you to me. And now if you will listen to my voice and you will keep my covenant and you will be for me a treasure from all of the people because the land is all mine. So look at Am Israel. Uh, so, for, so let's, let's track what's going on very carefully Because it gets confusing They go from Rafidim, they come to Midbar Sinai Moshe goes up to the mountain, God calls Moshe He says, so shall you say to the children of Israel You have seen what I did for you in Egypt That I brought you on the wings of, of eagles And I brought you to me And now if you listen to my covenant You will be for me an Am Sigula Because the land is all mine Pasuk 6 And you will be for me A kingdom of priests and a holy nation this is what you should speak to Bnei Israel. 
So God now told Moshe what he should tell Am Yisrael. These are introductory verses to them accepting to receive the Torah. Yes. This right? is the condition. These are, this is kind of, the this is not even the condition, this is kind of the reward. This is, this is telling Bnei Israel at, at large, yes. this is what happens if you, keep, if you keep the laws that I'm about to teach you, you will be for me a treasure and you will become a kingdom of priests and a holy nation. So that is basically in a nutshell what the reward is. The reward is becoming the treasure of God and becoming a priest and a holy nation. It also represents their duty. Their duty is, I think the Sephorno says like this, that the same job that the Kohanim have to Am Yisrael, the Jewish people have to the world, to the world which is a simple concept. We've spoken about it many, many times. And it makes a lot of sense. Okay? So that would be what it means when it says, and what is Goy Kadosh? A separated nation. Because the Kohanim are also, they're separated. They're, the Kohanim can't interact with people the same way. They eat different food. They can't touch every. They can't go to funerals. They're real VIP. What is that? VIP. Yeah. Not, not necessarily VIP, because at the end of the day, the Kohanim are actually... You cannot buy a Kohanim by buying you have to be... Right, right, right. It's but it's not VIP, because VIP is kind of like what the Goyim do to their priests. The priests in the, in the, in, uh, in the Goyim, they become VIP. The priests in Am Israel, they can't become rich, because they can't no, buy land. No, they actually they have to be very humble. They have to be humbled, and they're completely in service of the people. Yes, yes. And they realize that their wealth comes from the people. Uh, we, so these are deep sukim. Uh, so Moshe then goes Moshe then goes and he calls to the elders of the people And he puts before them All of the words that God had commanded him And the people answered Anything that God said we will do And Moshe returned the word of God to Hashem so, so far we understand what's going on. Hashem goes to Moshe, tells him to tell them about Mamlechet Konim Egoi Kadosh. Moshe tells that to the people. The people said, okay, we want to be the Mamlechet Konim Egoi Kadosh. Anything that God tells us, we will do. And now Moshe brings back the word to, the, to God. Now again, does Moshe need to bring back the word to God? So it's trying to emphasize the fact that Moshe is sitting there as the intermediate. Right, exactly. Okay, we'll continue on Vayomer Adonai Moshe, the next conversation of Pasuk Tet. Peace on Sunday. Baruch Adonai Lulam. Amen. 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 Amen.